Welcome to Space to Grow, the podcast where we explore how the spaces we inhabit shape us as individuals. I am your host, Natasha Rocca Devine, an interior designer and author with a passion for helping clients create functional, beautiful spaces which will support their personal growth and well being. In each episode of my series, I will be speaking with a guest who has a unique perspective on how the spaces they have lived in have impacted their lives. From childhood homes to offices, apartments to gardens, we'll be deep diving into ways in which the spaces around us shape who we are and who we become. Today, I'm thrilled to have Cathy O'Connor on the show, Irish fashion stylist, broadcaster, personal shopper, fashion show producer and style guru. Cathy's career developed in television, working for an independent production company, followed by five years at RTE, working on Off the Rails, Head to Toe and The Movie Show. From there, Cathy was a magazine fashion editor and is now freelance, styling features for television, writing features and blogs, producing fashion shows, personal shopping and hosting style workshops. So let's dive in and discover the stories behind the spaces that have helped Cathy grow into the person she is today. Thank you so much for coming on, Cathy. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And looking absolutely stunning as always and with your swimming um, pool blue nails. Yes, Amazing. Yes, yes. Very inspiring <laughs> for the summer. So um, let's get started. What was your childhood home like and how has it influenced the spaces that you create for yourself today? So my, um, my, my mother is the homemaker and so I would have grown up in a really lovely house that where my mother would have been very house proud. And because she grew up in a kind of large house, she has a love of antiques. Oh, so like beautiful, beautiful yeah. inlay, gorgeous tables and, and chairs. And I think that allowed me a real appreciation for craft as in what yeah, is proper made. proper craft, yeah. But by Quality, hand yeah. in, in, in that sense. Um, so my mum would be always very, very house proud. My uncle, her brother, was an absolute ninja when it came to doing um, households like shelving, oh, wow. anything more elaborate. So I, my background sound was the noise of a hammer, <laughs> which I hate. <laughs> I hate it. So interestingly enough, I decided to go entirely the other way. So I live in complete and utter chaos. Well, I'm sure it's beautiful chaos with no, you. No, I'm no. sure it is. Uh, no, I'm no, sure no, it's no, beautiful no, chaos. Honestly, no, no. It's, I, for some reason, I give the impression that I might live in a very neat environment, but in fact, it is chaos. No one has ever come into my house and gone, oh, this is lovely. Uh, and I know very nice people. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It's actually lovely. It's so liberating to hear that because I have a bit of, I'm on the more OCD side about things. However, I have a toddler, so she absolutely ruins that myth. I love that. You just live in the moment and you're just not concerned. Like, but you know, I'm sure it's neat, but you just kind of live in your own space. Like you don't really overthink it, which is great. Yeah. I, and you know, I was listening to a podcast that you'd done and, and there was something kind of interesting, it, just in the context of you staging places. Oh yeah. And I was, and it was that kind of thing of, staging like creating an environment to impress or to live yeah and, and it's I think really different yeah, yeah and yeah, I think really there are different. people who, who kind of oh look at my interior and, and kind of it's a place that you can't sit down in because you're ruining I the know, line I know a couple of people no I'm not that bad no 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 yeah, but yeah. you know there are some people yeah, no, who just kind of behold yeah. and let me show you around whatever yeah. and so which is perfectly lovely but I my 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 home is very much my living and working space I'm working as a stylist there are bags I was going to say it's clothes, such a busy job yeah, and absolutely. It's like a blooming depot at times, and this chaos that that's just around me all the time, and uh, and so I, I just think, and, and every so often I go right, I just can't stand this uh, anymore, and I'll do something really inane, like.
like tidying my sock drawer. Wow, I love it. The I love least it. effective thing, but some sort of Marie Kondo thing in me goes, but look at my sock drawer. And like when I close the I drawer, it. it's like just. But actually, chaos. that's a really good um, suggestion for people is mm. to actually start small, because when people come to me, they ask, you know, like particularly for styling, if they want tips, like very basic tips, actually just do a couple of small things gradually is like the yes. best way forward, because it's yes. overwhelming trying to design or style a space or kind of clear things out. It's really intense. But if maybe just move it to three tasks. Maybe yeah. we'll get down to three, two or okay. three. Okay. <laughs> sorry, breathing, I'm breathing, anxious breathing. here. Sorry, no, no, too no, much. But, too but much. you're absolutely right because I think overwhelm is exactly the kind of the kind of uh, kind of experience one can have when there's so much going on. Yeah, absolutely. But I have this theory, Natasha, in that I can live in real chaos because I don't see it as chaos, and I got a very clear mind. So someone else is coming in would just be getting palpitations in terms of. We have to work nervous. together. Let's start. I'll work with you. We'll restyle it. We'll kind of <laughs> It'll be your greatest challenge, yeah. but. But because I've got a, a quite a clear mind, I can have an environment that's very chaotic. So I tell myself other people who need super neat, like a desk that's just I'm a bit like that. I need things neat and, and then I'm fine. Because, no, no, yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm the opposite. And, and I think in a way it's because of the amount of noise that's in their own head. Yeah, and I have I think, a busy mind. Yeah. So I'd yeah. be a bit like that. I, it helps me when I clear my space and I can kind of get to the task. Yeah. We're, we're, I get right. sidetracked if it was a bit messy around yeah, me. We're, Within we're, reason though. Yeah. No, no. And where I can kind of go, even though it's chaotic. I kind of see my see my way see my way through but you know where everything is my boyfriend has this kind of theory once it has a place does that yes. make sense so you yes. have a place for everything so in, you know that way it works for yeah, you yeah it doesn't always find its way to the <laughs> place and I think oh, there's blooming go. Let's do a elves the coming around at night going yay let's create uh, chaos here you know and also have this ridiculous thing as well of I've got constant paperwork like there's always yeah, there's a so pile of paperwork you do, yeah. and, um, and so what I tell myself is oh I'm going to do that today so I don't see my own chaos and yet if I was to go to someone else's house that was really oh, messy judging? I'd be kind of going you think you might tidy oh, up here and, oh so you're judging you're judging what that is so I, funny who am I what am I doing that is but so in a way funny. I literally don't even but that's your stylist coming in. that's your work mind maybe that's do, what do it you is know, I it's your stylist is yeah. I'm kind of going God, you think you'd pick that up and <laughs> what? sorry I never say this but in my, the thought bubble in my head is going hmm maybe it's for the I, judgment I, you know I also think you probably have a work because you're creative like me I have a kind of a work Natasha and a home Natasha so there's yes. different energy so you're probably in your work mode I'm defending well, thank you. you thank you thank you for, for drawing <laughs> me back from Listeners, the horrible she's edge fantastic. Yeah, she looks yeah. so gorgeous let's move on anyway yeah, I'm joking yeah, yeah, yeah. so you've worked in all areas of design even as a fashion editor what yeah. is your favourite go-to style do you know for me um, style is about self-expression yeah, so and agree. in my world and it's probably exactly the same in yours I, I would divide it just in terms of fashion versus style which is and for yeah, me yeah. fashion is all about trends mm. in this in the fashion world you're buying five key trends you're buying them high street you're buying them high end but by God you're buying them because that's what's available and so for me style is all about self-expression so mm, it's definitely. about things that people put on and they go do you know this is really me this really I feel very comfortable my, yeah yeah exactly me and, yeah. and therefore then they, they just feel so much more confident in themselves and so I'm less interested in the trends you know I, I just kind of I just think God it's just really boring because I've seen that look on five other people yeah. who are here tonight. The worst is if you yeah, draw, arrive. I've done it once. I arrived to a party with the dress and same as a friend and we just yeah. laughed about it. But, yeah. you know, because we got it in High Street when I was younger, you know, that way. And that's a, the, the risk you take. Absolutely. Whereas if you go vintage or, or curated or sustainable or whatever way you go, you know that it's a once off. Exactly. Or as limited, you no, know, no, to, the, no, like, to the size 
one per size. No, absolutely. And of course, the reason why, why very often the same people buy that same dress is because it's a brilliant dress. Yeah, and you're of course, kind of going, oh, I love it. You know, yeah, yeah. but then when you see it five times, you know, so anything that reflects personal style for me and it's all about self-expression. And I think when you're starting with that as a point of view, then you're... It's you're, more creative. It's, it, it absolutely so is. And, and you're owning yourself in a sense. Yeah, you're expressing absolutely. yourself to the world. And of course, there's nothing like quite as dynamic as the visual prompt in terms of what you're wearing saying something about who you are. You yeah. know, so, so it's all about that kind of first impression or people getting a sense of who you are. You. So you're very into colour and psychology of colour and colour combinations is a key signature of your mm. style and your styling. So what advice would you give to someone trying to create their ideal colour combinations? So I, I suppose it's about um, how people respond to colour. So if, yeah. for example, your school uniform was a particular colour, it's so unlikely you'll ever want to go and get Mine was brown. Yeah, oh, okay. gosh, well, then yeah. you're ne- definitely, no, you know. Brown, so so really. there, for a lot of people, there are colours that they just have an association sense, with that, yeah. that are absolutely non-negotiable. And I think the great thing about wearing colour, even though black is a super fashionable colour and it's the colour of fashion I, yeah, I and black, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's great, but it also is quite, it's a colour of authority. It's a very dark space colour. So unless you're going to add something, it's it's It's, it's a work very, for work, I think it's for, ideal, yeah. No, it, it, it can be absolutely, it can be absolutely great. But it's, I suppose it's just about how you personally respond to colour and colour, obviously that colour that suits you. So obviously when you're choosing colour, colour should make your complexion look a little bit more sallow and your eye colour look a little bit more pronounced. Oh, wow. You know, so colour should really give you an, literally a kind of boost in that way. And so if you're if you're the kind of person who's more comfortable in kind of neutrals or, or kind of playing it safe, you can introduce colour with a pair of earrings, a scarf. Oh, that's a really good idea. Just yeah. test the water. Or your nails. Or your nails, exactly. Yes. You no, know, exactly. Sometimes you can have something that's super simple, really understated, but in a beautiful colour. So it could be a rich yeah, fuchsia right. pink. Yeah, absolutely. And the colour does all, all the hard of the work. work. And I realise that. You, know, you don't need to worry so much not, the style of it. Not yeah. at all because yeah. you've got an gr- amazing colour and that'll do the work. And, and for people who are busy, just sometimes that kind of one piece dynamic dressing and it separates you from the herd and anything that I separates d- you from the herd has got to um, be good. And you know what? I actually have, for me, when I'm tired, I wear bright colours. They lift me. I don't know if that's kind of a scientific thing. Yeah, but no, I no. definitely find that it lifts my mood. Uh, absolutely. Because you, know, uh, you naturally want to go to black or like low, not even black, but just low key. You want to play it down because like, I think black can be so exotic too in you know depending on the person but Completely. I think yeah I definitely think colour yeah. can really affect yeah. your mood and then speaking of colour and trademark styles you have your white streaks in your hair and you've had it since you're 20 so tell mm. us about like was it just a kind of a plan thing or because you just look it's such a unique kind of statement for you yeah no no you know, it just came up as I recollect kind of almost overnight so it's just one natural bit of, right, of pure amazing. white hair and I used to dye it but because it's so porous it's really difficult to, to do anything Thing with it. So any day now, my superpowers are going to kick in. Any day now, I'm waiting for it to happen. Oh, it looks amazing. <laughs> thank you. Love thank it. you. Thank you. So how would you balance your needs? So obviously you're very well known and you work in media and you like customers and online. How do you um, balance your need for privacy and solitude with your desire to connect? Because you seem like you're a very connected person, you know, with your on not like with everybody, to be honest. Like, yeah. how do you find that balance? Thanks. Well, it's a lovely thing to say. Thanks a million. I, I suppose what I put out in my social media is I, I'm hoping is is stuff that has takeaway value. I mean, I'm of a generation where, you know, you put, you know, my father would take the camera out and you'd stand like, <laughs> you know, you know, your best grin because it was such a rarity. There must be an occasion because the camera's 
coming out. So I've never really, I, I'm so embarrassed in some ways on my social media to be putting more photographs of myself. Of my oh, I love Mother, them. divine God. No, but just, I, I find it like, Jeannie, another photograph of yourself. So I'm. I, so anything I'm doing, I'm trying to give takeaway value just I know in terms you mean, of. You're, not, you're doing with the, with the purpose. Exactly. So yeah. one one piece, here's three ways to wear it or, or something where, and not going, look at me. But even if like you gorgeous. did, you'd look fabulous. So. Uh, well, thanks. <laughs> no, but, but I suppose it's, it's in a way my intention is much more about. It's a deeper connection. T- t- deeper. Like yeah, takeaway, yeah. which I hope may be of you. So I like this or here's how I'm wearing it yeah. that I hope people may, may kind of, um, may, may kind of find good. So um, what is the biggest challenge you faced in creating a space that supports your personal growth and development? And how do you over, how did you overcome this? So I suppose the um, the biggest the, the I suppose the biggest challenge in a way is is chaos you know uh, because at, at the one at the one level I need a really clear mind because I've you know more than yourself I got a lot of faults in the happen. air going yeah, on yeah. and whatever um, and so sometimes I just sit there and I go sweet mother divine God there isn't a corner of this room that I can look at and just go now. There's a Zen moment because everything needs Get a attention. mirror and you can look at yourself. <laughs> no, no, definitely zen. not. Yeah, You're definitely zen. not. So you can be um, the Zen. <laughs> so, so in some ways, I, I, you know, I that's it is a real struggle for me at times because there's always kind a of lot too going much, on, yeah. a lot going on. And you know, and even though I could get, I'd be very lucky to have a cleaner coming in. I'd be kind of mortified because I wouldn't even know where where could she start. And she's going, where does this go? And I go. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Back but that's on the your floor. style. I feel like you if, know, if once you're, it seems like you're thriving in, you know, and that's, I think what design is for me. I think everyone has this kind of show home, which I loved and I designed them. But I also feel like for people, you have to live in a space that's you, you know, whatever way works for you. And that's all that matters, really. For me, that's design. And that is yeah. your style. It's yeah. kind of. I call it beautiful chaos. I've named it. Oh, excellent. I'll, yeah. I'll go, that's my new style. That, yeah. I'll definitely go with that. But, but also I think within a home, it's about the kind of energy that's there. Definitely and, energy. And, is, and I think it's that, in your mind as well and it filters out. Definitely. I, I agree. And, and so that's probably more of interest to me. And, and the one thing I do cultivate is I adore nature. I adore plants. So oh, my I living room plants. is just covered and uh, covered with plants. And anytime I'm in the supermarket, I, I feel like which one of you little orphans is coming home Aww. with me? You know, see all these plants wilting, just going for the love of God please take me home. Aww. So I have to, I have to be mindful of that, but, but I really do. I just love to see things growing in the greenery and just sometimes when I'm sitting and having a coffee, I just go, wow. Because yeah, nature is the ultimate creativity. I mean, oh, when you 100%, look at... It's so important to have a leaf, kind of a, a flower, Even a, just going, the, the, the intricacy, the, the design, I mean, it's just extraordinary. It balances you. You know, I yeah, definitely yes. think it's really kind of healing. And Natasha, you mentioned one, something that's very close to my heart, which is personal growth. So I'm, I've always been fascinated by the mind, partly, I suppose, in a way, because I think sometimes we can have things that go on in our lives that cause us to be seekers. Some people are natural seekers. Other people have mm. circumstances in their lives. And what I mean by a seeker is someone who's looking for answers, some, someone who's trying to understand or rationalize what's going on. And so that exploration has has been has always been close to my heart. And so uh, I trained as a life coach, as a yoga teacher, and more recently as a hypnotherapist. So for me, that thing of personal growth is a never ending. It makes life endlessly interesting because what I find fascinating about it is no matter what human condition we're we're trying, we're struggling with, there are zillions of people over thousands of years who have 
have that problem. Have that yeah. problem, exactly. Or a version of it, yeah. Exactly. So you can kind of go on YouTube and just depending on what your currency is or what the communication style is, there's just so much incredible wisdom out there. Uh, and so I find now that even with work, that while I'm really interested in the work I'm doing, more than anything, I'm really interested in the things I'm learning from the work I'm doing. Yeah, um, and so every day there's a kind of an insight, either for me or for how other people are. And I think it, it just allows for for a safer life to be like endlessly interesting because every day is a school day in the best possible way yeah. in terms of insights. It's not all always about hard lessons, um, but it just makes, it just keeps life very fresh, very interesting. And I think when one has that interest in the mind or the soul or any of those kind of things, it allows you a compassion for I yourself. I was going to say, and other people, because I think sometimes you can just see things a certain way and if you kind of look, if you co- you can cope with lots of different dynamics yeah. and different people, yeah. if you have that awareness with hypnotherapy or yoga, you know, if you're more centered in yourself, I think you can push that out to other people. Well, well, well absolutely. And for me, as I get older, like one of the qualities I really appreciate is kindness. I oh, just think too. it's just an absolute game changer in people's daily lives. Yeah. Just, just a, a nice just tiny, you know. t- tiny act of kindness. Yeah. And I think it is. And, and that kindness, I think, lands so particularly because in order to be kind to someone, you have to see them. And one of the the greatest things we can do for anyone is to actually see them, Mm. not see the version that we think they should be. Or with a gift. It's actually about like, yeah, yeah, it's actually seeing them. them. And again, you know, through your work, Natasha, and through my work, it's partly about uh, I see you, I get you. um, And so now let's move this expression on either yeah. through interior design, yeah. through exactly. staging yeah, or, or, or through same. personal it's, style. It's an extension of things versus materialistic. Yeah. I think we're on the same page about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, and I think for, you know, in a world where a lot of people are are trying to present themselves or feel misunderstood. So much misunder- pressure with social media. Yeah, yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or feel misunderstood in some ways. I just think it's an extraordinary gift to just go, I see you, I see that a bit of kindness could make a huge difference. I can do something for you. It, it's just trying Are you being here today? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> So what advice do you have for people who want to change and create their own new style, but they're not really sure where to start? Do you know, I, I think it's 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 about asking yourself questions about how do I want to present myself? Yeah, and and if someone says, oh, you know, I love glamour or I like classic with the twist. So for me, glamour would suggest, um, you know, a certain level of decadence. So anything that's got a little bit of shimmer, shine, yeah. a little bit of chiffon, faux fur, you know, so that's what it means to me. So if that's what you're after, then you can introduce yeah, those to really your... But ultimately, it's about self-expression. Who are you and who do you want to present yourself to the world? So what's the most transformative space you've ever inhabited and what made it so impactful to you? God almighty. Um, <laughs> do you know, I, I think for me, Natasha, it's all it, my physical space obviously influences me, but more than anything, it's my mental space because every day we're navigating our own minds. Yeah, um, so, um, you know, and every day there's a kind of an insight in terms of will I respond to this? Will I yes, not? And, yeah, and the tools is, yeah. and the resilience. What way you can cope with things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that, and the more we do that, the more the the kind of bigger toolkit we have. Mm. So when it gets really bad, we can bring out the heavy artillery or maybe we just need something small. So Because everyone has stress, no matter how lucky you are or how great your life is and everything. Everyone has challenges. Absolutely. So we all need toolkits to cope C- with that. Completely. And that's why I think, you know, compassion and kindness is so important because 
everyone's struggling. Everyone's got a story to tell, no matter 100%. how it appears on social I media. I find that, yeah, I find that. And sometimes you meet people and you're like, were they rude? And I'm very sensitive and empathetic to people, but yeah. I can pick up on it. And then I take a step back and go, actually, maybe that. And you learn, you know, if you have that kind of exactly. level of empathy for people, yeah. you understand there's more behind the scenes. Yeah. So do you see a space um, which overlaps fashion and style or how, how does that work for you? Do you know, I, I think the appetite for style and fashion are really quite different. So fashion for me is about the key trends and, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're always available in the shops. And to an extent, those trends are nearly always retro influenced. So now what we have is stuff that you might have worn in the 90s are back and you're going, yeah. hang on, yeah. how did that happen? So in, a, in some ways, there, there's while there's creativity, that was some of the greatest innovations have come through technology, you know, in a way. So it's it's a different kind of drive because I think there's a sort of, there's a, there's a kind of, there's a reference point in terms mm. of fashion that went before. Uh, and so, for, which is perfectly grand. But for me, what really interests me is, is style. And for me, style is much more, once again, about personal expression, about creativity, about wearing pieces that you can make your own, that where you are expressing yourself to the world and, and doing so on, on a apologetically. And I think if you invest in cultivating personal style, you will always be stylish. If you invest in being fashionable, what can happen is that the trends that you used to love are no longer in fashion. Belly tops are in. What the hell are you going to do Not now? <laughs> do, do you know? So yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. No, trends yeah. cannot suit you. And if you're really invested, then, yeah. huge pressure to make things work that were never designed for you. And it's about it's about cherry, inwards, pick, yeah. cherry picking what suits you and to hell with the world. Oh, I love that. So can you share a specific moment or experience when a physical space profoundly impacted your life or changed the way you see the world? No do, pressure. Um, <laughs> do you know, I'm, I'm not sure if there's one physical space, but I think that perspective is really interesting. And so I remember when I was um, growing up that we had, we had a chair out in the hall and, and no one ever sat in the chair. It was just one of those chairs, like some beautiful chair. And so I always really love to sit in that chair and look at the house in a different way or sometimes sit on the the bottom of the step of the stairs and look backwards. So do, interesting. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's kind of more the, the, the shifting of perspective can make a room that you're utterly totally. familiar with look very different. 100%, you yeah. know, I move um, around furniture sometimes in projects, particularly when I was staging, because sometimes people want everything new and it's like, actually, we could if we moved it into this room, we can just have a totally different look and it can be loved in a different way. So it's the same kind of thing, you know, and if you're sitting in that chair in a different way, you know, it's yeah, different yeah. perspectives. And, and I have a chair that I would sit in that I, that I would always have my coffee in the morning and I'm just so, always so grateful to be there enjoying my coffee. I would never put my laptop, I would never open my laptop in that chair because yes, that's not what I do there yeah do, do yeah, you know, so, so, yeah. yeah so different different space different different moods different perspectives just shifts everything up for me so interesting so we're going to do a quick fire yes. round and um, just a couple of questions so number one is your favorite space my favorite um uh, uh god my, my favorite space is going to be out in nature oh lovely your favorite space to travel to Anywhere, <laughs> anywhere, um, anywhere at all. I just adore traveling. I just adore traveling. So I think there's almost no bad place to go. Oh, that's so lovely. So the most challenging space that you've grown the most in? Uh, do you know, interestingly enough, it's going to be on an airplane because I went through a phase of being 
pure terrified of flying. And I'm not, I don't mean, oh, you know, I don't like, you know, in any moderate way, I was the person who was white knuckled. Just shocking. I mean, I just lose my mind. But I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Stay in Ireland for all all, all of my life. And so I've literally had to, okay, just talk. Overcome that. People have really bad fears. Yeah. 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 And so, so any, and so now I'm fine. I've I've kind of just got out of it. Has hypnotherapy. That's exactly what it was. And so now, again, anytime I take off, I go, I'm so grateful yeah, that's to be better. able to do this. I mean, just to It is of, in your mind, though, because oh, I, my boyfriend says, be logical here. Be log-. He's, he does try to tell you, but be log-. and then you're fine. But yeah. I do think it's just just different people cope yeah. in different and, ways. And, and, and it is an irrational fear because totally. we all know it's safe to travel and whatever. So in some ways to get into that metal tube that I would have been going, we're all going to die <laughs> and go... Here, here we go. Yeah, has, has, been, has been really lim- liberating. Yeah, and your future space that you would love um, to live in. Now, this of course is going to be minimalist. There will be no chaos anywhere at all. It's going to be somewhere in the sun uh, because I absolutely adore being in the sunshine. I'm such a sun So yeah. so Me good too, for the soul. And um, there will be white muslin. There'll be windows. There'll be. Four poster bed with a nest. There yeah, you, there you yeah, go. You've yeah, got it. You, you've it. got it. Yeah, it. yeah. And again, just that sense of of kind of you know privilege in sense of gratitude for for being there, and the kind of liberation that comes from being in the sun. In a physical way, we're really relaxed. We're out and about all the time. We wear lighter yeah, clothes. The, the wind's in our hair. Oh, Summer's yeah. my season. Well, thank you so much my for coming on. I'm so grateful for everything. I feel very relaxed. I think I need. Nap, the hypnotherapy <laughs> free hypno- I need to pay you after this um, but thank you so much so everyone I hope you've enjoyed our conversation with Kathy about the spaces that have shaped her life and inspired her growth if you want to learn more about Kathy be sure to check out her Instagram and Facebook or reach her at kathoconnor1 at gmail.com and if you want to keep up with the latest from Space to Grow make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts and if you have a moment we'd love it if you could leave us a rating or review to help more people discover the show Finally, if you're looking for more inspiration and ideas on how to create spaces that support your growth and well-being, be sure to check out my website at theinteriorsnrd.com. There you'll find links to my social media and resources to help you transform your spaces and create the life you want. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Space to Grow. Lots of light, Natasha. Natasha.